All set? All right. Good morning and welcome to the September 21st meeting of the Treasure Island Mobility Management Agency Committee. Brittany Milton is our clerk. Madam Clerk, would you please call the roll? Yes. Commissioner Haney. Present. Haney present. Commissioner Mandelman. Mandelman absent. Commissioner Ronan. Present. Ronan present. We have quorum. Great. Uh, Madam Clerk, uh, do you have any announcements? I do. I'd like to make an announcement about public comment. Public comment will be available for each item on this agenda via telephone by calling 415-655-0001. I would prompt it entering access code 146-615-4990 and then pound and pound again. Once you join, you'll be able to listen to the meeting as a participant. To make public comment on an item when the item is called, I'll start free to be added to the queue to speak. Do not press star three again, or you will be removed from the queue. When the system says your line is unmuted, the life operator will advise that you'll be allowed two minutes to speak. When your two minutes are up, we will move on to the next caller. Call will be taken in the order in which they are received. Best practices are to speak slowly, clearly, and turn, the, turn down the volume of any televisions or radios around you. Please allow for audiovisual delays in the 30-second lifetime during the course of the meeting. And that concludes my announcement. Great. Thank you. Uh, Madam Clerk, will you please call the next item? Item two, approve the minutes of the June 15th, 2021 meeting. This is an action item. Are there any questions or comments from colleagues on the minutes? Not seeing anybody, members of the public like to speak on item two. There are no callers. The public comment is now closed. I want to make a motion uh, to uh, approve the minutes. Uh, can we have, do we need a second? Second, Mandelman. Oh, there he is. Uh, Commissioner Mandelman with a second. Uh, roll call vote, please. On approval of minutes, Commission Commissioner Haney? Aye. Haney, aye. Commissioner Mandelman? Aye. Mandelman, aye. Commissioner Ronan? Aye. Ronan, aye. We have three ayes. The minutes are approved. Great. Uh, Madam Clerk, can you please call item three? Item three, recommend approval of toll affordability program business and worker recommendation. This is an action item. Also, Chair, before we get started, I'd like to also repeat the call-in information to allow time for callers to call in. Is that okay? Sure. Okay. Um, to make public comments on an item, um, please dial 415-655-0001 and when prompted, entering access code 146-615-4990 and then pound and pound again. Um, do not press to, as to um, make public comment, dial star three to be added to the queue. Do not press star three again, or you'll be removed from the queue. And then that concludes my public comment announcement. Thank you, Madam Clerk. Uh, did you already call item three? I did. Okay. Uh, Acting Deputy Director for Planning, Rachel Hyatt, welcome. Good morning, Commissioners. Um, Rachel Hyatt. Um, today, we are bringing to you a proposal for existing business and worker toll subsidy. Um, this policy is the second component of Kima's affordability program. The first component was adopted in 2019, and that was the exemption to the toll for current residents. Um, and this uh, affordability package, um, these, these two policies will support the adoption of the base toll policy um, in the coming months. 
and that will be documented in an update to the Treasure Island uh, Transportation Implementation Plan, or TITIP, um, in December, um, and in time for the first new housing units um, to be sold, as they're actually be being, sold, um, being sold now. So back in November of um, 2020, we presented two initial options for worker affordability support um, to the committee. And um, these would be for critical housing and food services, as we described it then. Um, and we also described the next step as outreach um, to the businesses and workers to help refine um, and understand their preferences. So we conducted outreach um, over several events this spring and participated in events that were um, hosted by others. And just this last week, we held a, another virtual event to share what we heard um, and then present the draft recommendations. We um, spread the word through the, these are the ways that we spread the word. Um, and for the events that were hosted by Tima, we had um, uh, over 30 workers who attended, um, representing both uh, for-profit businesses and not the nonprofit organizations. So, we heard um, some additional considerations beyond employee commutes that helped shape what we're bringing to you today. So those um, considerations included you know, not just the cost for employees, but also delivery costs, um, barriers as would be perceived by customers and um, other travelers such as clients um, or trainees for the nonprofits located on the island. Um, there were also other general areas of feedback for us regarding um, communication and presentation of our updated transit service plans, um, funding options, um, and uh, other economic or uh, financial evaluation. We will be bringing um, all of uh, discussion of those um, bigger picture items to you in uh, October in our informational update. Um, we also heard creative ideas, um, and this was a neat one from a restaurant um, who suggested that we partner for a promotion for customers. So that would entail, you know, Tima um, using the Tima provided subsidy um, to say validate a customer's toll for their first visit, um, but then give them a, you know, an incentive, you know, and promote taking the ferry next time um, to help transition people into the new transit services and publicize them. Um, among nonprofits, there was a wide variety of preference that we heard um, sort of across and within the nonprofit organizations. The overall message we heard from nonprofits was, you know, have a choice um, among cash or Toltec account value depending on the type of traveler um, where the needs would be different. And we heard um, other creative ideas such as this one, which Fast Track today doesn't um, offer a way to pay tolls through a mobile app. Um, that's something that other um, toll agencies in like Europe and maybe a couple in the in the U.S. offer. But a neat idea for for future. So the proposed action is in response to all of this feedback, and what we've tried to do is take the best uh, features of both options. The cash option and toll tag value um, and present a program that offers both um, and allows for um, choice. So this would um, be uh, available 
to the following eligible parties. So it would be um, the nonprofits on the island, all of the nonprofits. So we've expanded um, this eligibility from last fall to include any nonprofit operating on the island, and that includes all of the One Treasure Island member organizations. And then um, the resident serving food service and distribution um, businesses. And so based on um, lease information from TIDA, we estimate that's approximately 15 um, uh, organizations. Um, just to note, though, that um, the Coast Guard, which is a special case, which offers, uh, you know, operates on the island and they are federally exempt, so they're a, they're a special case. Um, so the way this program would um, work for folks is that TIMA would provide a periodic flexible cash toll subsidy to each eligible employer. And the amount of the subsidy would be based on the number of employees, um, but it would be uh, more than just what would be needed to cover employee commutes. And that um, additional flexible balance would be available for other, the other types of needs that we heard through outreach. So employers would be responsible for distributing the subsidy to employees and other travelers, and we request that employers give priority um, compensation for their low-income employees. Um, but after after that um, priority, then the remaining balance would be available to um, compensate, you know, vendors, you know, deliveries, the other types of needs that we heard. And so employers would um, uh, be able to, at their 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 discretion, use the subsidy to provide fast track account value. Um, and Kima would provide the technical assistance to set up um, those toll tags, uh, equip employers with those. Um, and uh, you know provide any um, technical support needed to um, have those accounts through BATA, the Bay Area Toll Authority, and um, provide something like a new employee kit that you know so employees could help understand what their options are. Um, and so we would need to execute an operating agreement with each eligible employer, you know, with um, you know terms to. Uh, ensure that we comply with audits, audits et cetera. Um, and then lastly, we propose that we uh, collaborate with these program participants to evaluate and adjust the program after 12 months to improve efficiencies. And uh, like the exemption to the toll for current residents, we would also want to evaluate and, as needed, revise the policy, um, looking at its effectiveness um, at the midpoint of uh, the development project of or 4,000 units. So this table shows the estimated um, annual subsidy per employer, and um, it's important to note this is an estimate, so the final amount of the subsidy will depend on the base toll rates that are adopted um, later this year. But these figures um, assume the $5 peak period toll that the 2011 TITIP um, proposed, so that, that's the assumption behind this calculation. Um, so the, the flexible balance part is um, based on feedback you know, we heard from participants in the outreach events um, and their sort of feedback about how many deliveries and trainees, et cetera, that they, they have. So for the TIMA program, um, this uh, Subsidy, you know, together with the toll exemption for the current residents, it does create an additional program funding need 
Um, so we will address that in the program financial plans and the future you know, base toll policy that we um, will bring as an information item in October expected. Um, so th this worker program is um, expected to be a, a funding need for TIMA about $3.6 million over a five-year period. And of course, that depends on the toll rate level that's adopted. Um, but it assumes the, the 2011 um, proposed peak um, toll level of $5. So in October, we'll bring um, these base toll policy recommendations um, to the committee as an information item um, with targeting approval in December. And that will include an updated financial analysis um, and a funding plan um, for the first 10 years of operation. This is the um, anticipated schedule that I just described. And the TIMA board um, in 2016 actually adopted toll policy for direction and for HOV treatment. Um, but the base, so the base toll policy that we'll bring forward will include um, remaining aspects that um, have not yet been decided. So the toll rate um, or level hours of operation, um, and especially, um, importantly, the last part of the affordability program, which is additional exemptions and discounts for future low-income travelers. Um, so we, um, this is the calendar that we expect for um, those items with a potential December then adoption. Um, so thank you very much, and um, welcome any questions or, or other feedback. Thank you. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, not seeing any questions from my colleagues. Um, uh, what was the feedback uh, that you received from from businesses? I, I know that there was some concern about this model from some of the businesses. Although I think it seems like you've you've addressed it by uh, ensuring that the the subsidy that is given or the or the, the the amount of funds that are provided can cover both their total number of employees and potentially be used for some of those other purposes. And so it seems like the compromise or, or the, the direction that we've ended up here, uh, you know, I know there was a whole conversation about whether each of their employees was going to get a pass and all these kind of things. Um, but I realize that the, there are a broader set of needs even beyond the commuting of their employees. And it's possible that some of their employees, you know, we hope will be in positions in the futures to take other types of transportation. And so that would give them more flexibility to use the funds they receive for other things. And they shouldn't be punished for that. You know, uh, what, what has the feedback been with overall? And is this, would you say that this is now kind of has a lot of consensus or there's still a lot of concerns from certain types of businesses or organizations? Yeah, we did definitely hear um, that there are needs beyond employee commutes and expenses that both nonprofits and for-profit businesses would face beyond employee commutes. And we talked about, um, you know, levels, about options, you know, what, what is the magnitude of that cost. Um, and it definitely varied a lot from you know, based on employer to employer, business to business. So what we sought to do here to accommodate that, and let me put this chart back up. 
some reason I'm not getting the, here we go. So this chart um, is revised, these um, values, oh boy, in a few different ways to respond to, to that. So the employee commute column is uh, the, is calculated to compensate all employees of any income level, not just low income employees. So it's, um, we're not um, sort of restricting, um, you know, which employees would, would be able to receive a subsidy, but the amount that we are proposing to provide is for all employees at the organization. Um, and then the flexible balance is for any other non-employee use. Um, so we heard trainees, um, you know, tr uh, we heard deliveries, um, even customers, um, other service providers like um, the, the food uh, pantry delivery truck. Um, and so that's what this flexible balance is meant to, to uh, provide. And as far as uh, um, a consensus, I think it's, that would be, I think, difficult to do because the, the breadth of um, preferences that we heard was pretty wide. A lot of different um, you know, preferences both within organizations and across organizations. And so these are the key themes we heard from um, nonprofits about the affordability support um, and or our you know our proposals and so in res to respond to these you know we um, are offering this sort of hybrid model that has a cash as its basis but also um, allows for and you know we offer the technical support to equip um, organizations with toll tags for their workers. Um, and also we increased, you know, the this so-called flexible balance part um, above the initial levels we were proposing. Um, the restaurants, the, the feedback or the, I guess it wasn't just restaurants, it was um, other food um, distribution services that we heard from. There was more of a consensus among those as far as the form of the benefit. Um, I think there are still some um, folks that are, um, you know, concerned about uh, whether there will be enough transit service, about the whole time, the whole program as a whole, sort of beyond just the the, um, the specific subsidy, but the program as a whole. Will the transit service be there um, to be an alternative? Um, you know, is the program as a whole funded um, in the, the best way that it should, um, you know, the timing. Um, so there are uh, themes of feedback that we have heard, you know, that are more about the bigger program as a, as a whole, not just the specific worker proposed subsidy. I Great, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, that's helpful uh, to hear that. Uh, and I'm sure we'll all have more opportunity to chat with folks um, on the island about this as well. Um, colleagues, any questions or comments on this? Um, can we open this up for public comment, please? 
Yes, absolutely. Um, we are now taking public comment for item number three. Okay, there appears to be no public comment. All right, public comment is now closed. Uh, appreciate your work on this and all of the outreach and work to get this right. And uh, I'm sure there will be more conversation. And I know that uh, there is analysis and review and all of that built into this proposal, which I think is important because we wanna see how it's working and improve it once it does start and it does happen. Uh, and uh, uh, I know that all of this is also contingent on us building out a really strong system of, of public transportation, the ferries, the buses. Uh, we wanna make sure that people have a lot of options to get on and off the island, whether they're visiting these wonderful businesses or uh, working at them or working at the nonprofits or visiting the nonprofits. We wanna make sure that there's a lot of accessibility to, to the island. And uh, if you haven't been to the island yet to visit one of these amazing businesses, uh, I recommend it. Uh, uh, they, they need our support. So with that, I want to make a motion uh, to approve item three. If we can have a second, please. Ronan second. Seconded by Ronan. Can we have a roll call vote, please? On item three, Commissioner Haney. Aye. Haney, aye. Commissioner Mandelman. Aye. Mandelman, aye. Commissioner Ronan. Commissioner Ronan? Are you on mute? I, can you hear me? I'm not Ronan. on mute. Okay, Hello? I can hear you, Commissioner. Yes, can you hear me? I, yes, I said I said I. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner Ronan. I. We have three eyes. The motion passes. Great. Uh, this uh, will be approved. Thank you, um, Madam Clerk. Can you please call item four? Item four is introduction of new items. This is an information item. Great. Uh, are there? Any new items? Not seeing any. Uh, I don't believe we have. Do we have to call public comment on this? No, not if there are no new items introduced. Okay. Madam Clerk, will you please call the next item? Item five, public comment. Great. Um, is there any members of the public who want to speak? Hmm. Oh, yes, we have a hand raised. Hello, caller. Your two minutes begins now. Hello, my name is Barkley Sanders, and I was wondering if we could, um, based on the information, information of the toll overall, if there is any federal requirement for an environmental justice review to be done, and if there is a requirement for one to be done, um, is there a place that I could go to find that report about the impacts of implementing a toll on a predominantly, currently predominantly low income area? Um, as we know that we had essentially tempted the current residents that live here, but I'm still trying to get an answer on if there is a report that exists 
that investigated the impacts of implementing a toll on a low-income community. And that's all I have today. Thank you, caller. Great. Public comment is now closed. Um, Madam Clerk, is there any other items? Well, can you please call the next item? Of course. Item six is adjournment. Great. Thank you so much. And thank you, uh, fellow commissioners. Appreciate your time and your service. This meeting is adjourned. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you so much.